Welcome to episode 35 of Leading Ladies Corpus Christi. I'm sitting across from the owner of Archer Soapworks and Apothecary, LaDonna Calhoun. Welcome. Thanks. Thanks for having us. Yeah, well, actually, I should say thank you for having me since we're sitting <laughs> in your super awesome office space. Hey, this is just uh, me getting to show off that I painted. Right. <laughs> and it looks great. Thanks. First things first, we got to take our shots. All right. To LaDonna. Yes. It was much more chilled before I got here. Well, I um, literally haven't drank in about two years. Oh my god! So that's just like flashback for me. <laughs> and well, thank you for doing that. <laughs> no, you're good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, right on. And um, yeah, like I said, thanks so much for letting me come in here and talk to you. Absolutely. So okay, I have so many questions for you. Starting off with why Archer? Why do you call it that? Um. It was really kind of a an accidental thing. Um, I'm all, I'm a huge people watcher, and I, I like to watch trends and everything. And you know, we had seen all these like arrow themes come up and all this crazy stuff. I remember. <laughs> I remember when you saw arrows everywhere. Yeah, and I was like, you know, that's that's kind of a, a very classical kind of thing. I I like things that are consistent that mm -hmm. don't that aren't fad based and just are going to change. Okay, well, this is popular now, but in six months you're going to regret painting your office that color or something yes. like that. Um, so I, I had seen that and I had just kind of, I, I don't know, I don't think it was even really an idea for a company yet at that point, but um, I was learning to shoot a bow and the person teaching me said, you know, make sure you don't pull your elbow in. Like, I got it, I got it. <laughs> you don't, I've read so many books, I, don't tell me what to do. So at the very last minute, I cocked my, my left wrist in and smacked the crap out of my arm. And I had a bruise, about a almost a foot long bruise. I believe it. All down my forearm. And I invented words at that point. There weren't enough words. <laughs> Um, but I had like read an article um, just like a week before that about Arnica. And I was like, well, let's try it. I mean, I'd worked in a medical field before and kind of heard about... What is it? Because I don't know what it is. Um, Arnica is, is a, a plant that is really great for bruising in particular. It's helpful with joint pain, but it's known, it's got the reputation for helping with bruising. So um, in plastic surgery, I had had customers and patients come in and ask about it. And I'm like... I don't know. <laughs> sounds neat, but sounds like you're gonna get burned at a stake too. So, um, wasn't you know I didn't know anything about it. So, um, ended up I had some on hand because I just had a little project I wanted to work. That's on. That's interesting. So, yeah, it was it was really like looking back after like where we're at now and seeing all these little things that seemed like just random thoughts and how they all came together into this picture. Um, when people ask, when did we get started? How did we get started? Um, I can't really pin it down because it comes from so many different angles. It's like it's been in formation for a while. Since I was a kid. I mean, yeah. I was a weird kid. <laughs> no, and we're, and we're going to go there. Yes, we're definitely going to go there. <laughs> but it's, you know, I, I made this app, I put it on my arm and my bruise was gone in like three days. And I was like, you know, like when somebody gets engaged, they enter the room with their ring. I entered the room <laughs> with my bruise. I'm like, look at this. This is what Before, I did. After. Yes. 
No, that's incredible. From yeah. somebody who bruises easily and they last forever. Oh, yeah. Is this something you offer in your shop? Yes. Okay. Good Absolutely. to know. It's funny because almost every single product that we make, I'm like, okay, well, there's a story behind this. And if somebody's not fast enough, I'll tell you the whole story for it and you're going to be there in about 20 minutes. So. Uh, <laughs> no, that, that to me is incredible because, um, okay, I just recently found out about you guys and you are making just about everything with the Archer Soapworks and Apothecary name on it by mm -hmm. hand. Mm -hmm. Everything. Yeah. yeah, everything with an Archer logo on it yeah. we make. And, I mean, the fact that we have all these products made here locally in the city and it's all natural ingredients mm -hmm. is just incredible. I mean, p people feel like they need to look all over the places yeah. for it. And not only that, but you have like emotional ties to it in mm -hmm. a way with your stories, which to me makes it even more special. Absolutely. And it's... You know, if you start looking now, now we're gonna start getting to the nerdy stuff. You really get me talking. Yes. Um, if, please. if you look at like the the concept of alchemy, that's what oh, that's we're another doing. thing I wanted you to talk about is uh, uh, like okay, like for a lot of people who don't know, what's an apothecary? What's mm -hmm. what's that kind of thing? Absolutely. Can you break that down for you us? You know, I, I think I have to explain what an apothecary is almost as often as I have to spell my name. Okay. Like, <laughs> I, I gravitate towards things like I've that. I've been there with the name thing. Yeah. It, well, the apothecaries were your original pharmacies. Um, that was where um, all of medicine, big, huge air quotes on that, medicine came from. Mm -hmm. um, so you have a historic tradition, and it's really funny because with this trend changing in health and wellness and people becoming aware of what's available and oh you know where this it's this new thing with these herbs and these essential oils it's not new at all it's at the all. original mm -hmm. and it's funny because every once in a while you know i work in a conventional medicine field and in a naturopathic field yes I'm, you are like straight up healer. Like oh. healer is you. That's you. Well, you spelled weirdo wrong there. <laughs> I, I love that you keep gravitating toward that. But uh... it, it makes you the weirdo in every group. But it's it's a good thing. I mean, and and when you're like I said, those all those little things, those little blips on the radar that came together to form this picture. I mean, that's what I was meant to be the whole time. Absolutely. So it's it's good to know that like deep down in your core that you're doing what you're supposed to be doing and you're doing it like nobody else can. Other people can do it, but you're given this task for doing it the way you're supposed to do it. And that's what creates such an individual product. And then the, the principles of alchemy, alchemy is blending that spirit into it as well. So it's to make it yourself includes a piece of yourself as well. And it's, you know, there's, I, I'm even as, as silly on certain things as if I'm having a bad day, I won't make anything because A, it's not going to turn out, but B, it's, there's negative energy tied to it. Absolutely. No, no you, you just gave me goosebumps whenever you described the, how alchemy plays into what it is you provide. Also, in that you said you you knew that this is just what you're supposed to be doing. Like, this is your calling kind of thing. Absolutely. Which is, I mean, okay, so as a kid, you said this started way back when. Yeah. So, uh, like, describe that to me. Um, it's, I loved old things. I loved history from about the time I, I was probably about four or five. I mean, my dad liked history. And so I think initially, like, my family kind of thought, oh, well, she's just copying dad. But it, like, I loved those things. I loved the fact that people were so self-sufficient. Like, there's something, you know, I, I like to spin on, like, a spinning wheel. I mm -hmm. love the fact that you can take something from the very beginning. If I, if Gabe would let me have sheep, we would have sheep. And I would <laughs> take it from the sheep to the hat. There's got to be somewhere where you can. Oh, that discussion is not over yet. <laughs> we'll she probably get what she wants. 
we'll, we'll end up with something, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> He's way too nice to me. But um, it's, it's just that it's the magic that happens there, you know, creating something. And I, I think some people are just built with that creator vibe. And you have clearly to be something. Clearly. Well, gosh, so many people here in Corpus. like. Oh, actually, yes. Like, yeah, your podcasts are such a great example of people that are called to do something and they're doing it. And that is a huge theme. I call y'all my leading ladies. With my leading ladies, mm-hmm. is that yes, y'all have this drive. There's kind of like a you. There's a pattern of y'all being guided in some sort of way to this, and mm-hmm. I and the fact that you guys you go with it. There, y'all offer up very little resistance. Yeah. And I mean, look at you now. Well, it's it's the whole lead a horse to water or drag it. I guess kind of a thing. I mean, it's gonna true. happen one way or the other, and it's uh, even in you know people don't. I think sometimes they don't realize how stressful small business ownership can be, Absolutely. especially when it's not just I check a box on a list and I order it. You know, it's, oh yes, I order what needs to be made, then I make it, then I label it, then I brand it, then I sell it, and it's like there's a there's a huge timeline in there, but it's that's there's there's stress associated with it. But it's funny because when you step back, and I think everybody gets to this point that you're like, you know what, I this is a bad idea. I'm just going to work my day job. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to drive my family crazy. And we try to step back, and we find that it's more uncomfortable to step back from our calling yes. than it is to have deadlines and have timelines and orders and things that need to happen. It's easier to handle those stressors and to know that you're doing the right thing and just to keep trucking. And I think that's where just keeping that wheel spinning really comes from is because you know deep down you're doing the right thing. Yeah, so. I mean, it's literally a labor of love. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, you better love, love this. <laughs> uh, yeah, small business owners. And that that's another thing that I like to perpetuate with this uh, podcast is that, you know, all of you guys are local and doing your thing locally for the most part. Um, so a lot of people, consumers, feel like maybe... Uh, it's not as valuable, like whether it's art or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, well, you know, you're, you're staying within Corpus proper, Coastal Bend proper, so I shouldn't have to pay that much or whatever. Yeah. But I mean, you guys are putting in so much time and so much work and so much love yeah. and thought and just, you know what I mean? That you guys deserve every bit as much as, as anyone else. Well, and, you know, local's one thing, but we're not growing coconuts locally that I'm aware of. So, <laughs> it's, you know, some of the stuff that we Ain't have to Ain't that use. the truth, yes. I'm like, you know, if, if I can get it local, I, I absolutely will. I mean, we mm-hmm. work with a lot of local makers, uh, Moonstone Pottery in particular. She does our shaving bowls. You know, anybody we can incorporate. And that was a big thing when we start, when we got our first storefront, we immediately started doing the pop-ups because somebody gave us a chance. Yes. Somebody, we had a shot and we were able to get our product out in front of people. And who was that? How did that happen? We really started that with Tula Blue. Um, Heather Stringer invited us out for her pop-up market. She had heard about us. At this point, I don't even know how she heard about us. Right. But I was elated that somebody knew my name and was like, okay, I'm in. I don't care what what you want. I would have agreed at that point. She has no idea what she could have gotten out of me at that stage. (laughs) So we, we did the first market. And it got such a great response. Which was where? Where was that? Um, that was down at the Island Market. Okay. And it was like in January. January's always been a really critical turning point for us. Like every January there was, there was something new. It was, it was really funny because I think 2016, January just hit me out of nowhere. And I was like, this is going to be a big year. Mm. Like some big things are going to happen. I think my business is going to grow. And at this point I'm making soap like 
a bar of soap at a time in my laundry room. Okay. Like, just playing with, am I going to set my house on fire and will I have eyebrows? Yeah, so that, was, <laughs> so that was here yeah. at home. Y'all didn't have a storefront yet. Well, that was, um, I, I was actually married previously and uh-huh. I was at, uh, you know, my laundry room of my old house and um, it, it was really funny because I knew that year was going to be good. It, it was going to be huge and there was going to be some major changes and I assumed it was all going to be business. Um, ended up, you know, us processing through a divorce and I, I knew at that point, okay, I don't know what to do with myself. Mm-hmm. I've only been uh, taking care of, you know, I've, I've been in a family with my brothers and my mom and dad and then I went straight into having my own child and being newly married and I don't know how to just be me. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot really, of people can identify with that. I think everybody gets to that point. For sure. And, you know, I've got siblings that are entering their 30s, and I'm like, congratulations. This is going to be so much fun. Yeah. It sounds scary, but this is the best time of your life because mm-hmm. you're figuring out who you are. Mm-hmm. And so I, I didn't know who I was, but I, I wanted kind of a little bit of a distraction. I'm not a real big drinker, so I was like, I'm not going to hang out at the bar. <laughs> so yeah. Two kids. Um, so I, I kind of played with the idea of, all right, maybe I'll mess with my business a little bit. And, and so prior to prior to these transitions, mm-hmm. you like you said, you were just making like a bar of soap at a time. At a time yeah. And you were doing, um, were you selling them like at markets or were no. you just like passing them out internally? Or like, you no, know what I mean? we just never bought soap. <laughs> we didn't have to. <laughs> uh, our, my very first... Oh my gosh, it was crazy. Our, my very first soap project, I bought the stuff for the kids to make these little soap Pop-Tarts from Brambleberry. And I, like the whole process through, I was like, okay, we'll cut it. Oh, well, you know what? Here, let me, let me just cut that part. Here, let, let me just pour that part. So basically the kids stood close and looked disappointed while I made soap. <laughs> and so we had soap Pop-Tarts for like a month and a half. And it's, you know, eventually people are like, oh, I love that soap that you've got. And it's like people just started noticing it and liking it and asking questions. So it, it the idea developed over many years. Yes. And then... You executed it kind of on accident. Ac- absolutely. And Gabe was a huge backing on that. Um, our second date... I, I'm a very like I'm very straightforward and I uh, play. That's the only way to be. It is. It's a waste personally of, for me and my personality. <laughs> um, it's a waste of time to do it any other way, mm-hmm. and for me, it's a sign of respect too. So absolutely, our, our very first date was the God and Kids conversation because you're cute, but if we don't need to have a second date, we don't need to have a second date. Straight up, <laughs> and he made it through that that uh, round without thinking I was crazy. <laughs> Well, I'm sure he appreciated I mean, no, I know he appreciated yeah, it, clearly. he did, because, you know, I didn't know it, but he's very straightforward, too. And so we, we match up very well. We play very well together mm-hmm. on how to how to operate and how to function. Um, and that was from the very beginning. But that whole relationship was really weird from the very beginning. And Those are the best ones. They are. You say, you say weird as though it's kind of like a... Like a unwanted thing but yeah. I love weird yeah. I just do well we we got weird in spades <laughs> I thought I had a brain tumor when I met him no so. lord no like, that's okay. the best that is the best this is new but our second date he said so you know what do you what do you like to do like what do you do and I and said, at this point the business was where in a very small drawer in my kitchen okay my so apartment. still at that point because you knew you wanted to like you said, you you had free time, or you want you needed to keep yourself busy, so you exactly. wanted to focus on your business. Okay, and so it, then yeah, I wouldn't have even called it a business at that point. I just I wanted to stay busy. Yeah, you know I I have to keep my hands busy all the time. I will fall asleep in a movie 
if I'm not doing something. So wow. I'm that ADD. I'm bad. I'm not even sure I would describe it as that. It's just you are such a creator. Like, do you, okay, because it's been brought to my attention that when you are looking at other people's artwork, um, you're looking at other people's creations, of course, mm -hmm. whether it's a movie or whatever. But it sounds to me like you would much prefer to be creating yourself, which yeah. I think is Absolutely. Oh, so and maybe awesome. that's selfish, but I'm mm. not too focused on me. But it, it you know, I uh, know that's a good thing. Yeah, it's, <laughs> hey, it's worked out. Yeah. Whatever it is. But our, our second date, he asked, and I slid this bar of soap across the tape, and I said, <laughs> I kind of do this. And he looked at it, and I'm like, I was worried there was going to be rejection tied to it. And I'm like, already, even on a second date, like, I care his opinion. Of on, course. On well, things. there's a vulnerability in opening up huge vulnerability. that part of you. Any part. I mean, oh, that, yes, that true. whole relationship was, there was vulnerability on the table from the get-go, which was a really new thing for me. That wasn't how I functioned. Hey, ever. vulnerability, man, beautiful. And it's it's bonding right. opportunity. Yeah. And he looked at it, and he looked at me, and just had this look on his face, and he said, you know you've got a cash cow here, right? And I was like, no, it's coconut milk, not cow milk. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my, so you're cute, but. That's a segue into it. Is your stuff vegan? Um, a lot of our stuff is vegan. Okay. Um, a lot of our stuff is organic. Mm. But I'm very stubborn, and I, when I dig my heels on something, it's hard to move me. I don't like the fact that we have to pay three times as much for it to say certified organic. Absolutely. That bugs me. That's got big business and government written all over oh, it. Oh, for sure. And I have issues with that. So we, I would say 98 or more percent of our ingredients are organic and are vegan, mm -hmm. just because that's what people are looking for. Um, you know, I'm uh, working on my uh, doctor of naturopathy designation and finishing that program out. So I'm, I'm getting a lot of education, all this input from these different people who know this stuff. Um, me personally, I'm not vegan, but I support people who are absolutely and that's what looking for. Yes, so yes. I know it, I agree with you there. It doesn't hurt me to make it vegan. So. I'm going to have you come back to what you are getting your certific sure. cert certification in. But so you showed it to Gabe. Yeah. And he and said he loved it. Yeah. And he actually, he said, I'm a dude and I would buy this and it smells really good. <laughs> Isn't that interesting too? Whenever you get a, a man's perspective yes. on something, like don't get me wrong, I, I value, I mean, women's opinion, of course, but it's yeah. interesting to get a, uh, well, like, it's harder to get it out of them. Yes. It's really funny because one of my favorite, um, reference books speaks specifically about men's herbal health and naturopathic wellness. And she said in the very beginning that she had a class that was 40 people and there were 10 men in the room and when they got to men's health the men didn't talk the women talked for them and said well you know my husband deals with this and this mm -hmm. happens and they don't say this because this and those guys didn't say a word so to have the male opinion on it yes means a lot to me well yeah i mean because it's a product that's that's uh uh they wash too yes yeah that, that they, they can utilize as well exactly exactly and it's you know i, I wanted a, a brand that was comfortable for them. I didn't, you know, I'd seen all these different, you know, that people watching thing again. I'd watched all these different businesses and it's pink and glitter and sparkly and that freaks me out a little bit. Oh, same. For, yeah. for men to be able to come in and be comfortable in our shop, that's a big deal to me too. Mm -hmm. I, I want this to be, you know, you don't have to drag him kicking and screaming in for a consult for, you know, his gallbladder or whatever it is. You know, it's it's a little bit more approachable. So. Yeah. Heck so yeah. Huge. No, I love that. And so, okay, so then there, because you're still just making things out of home for the family. So 
once he was like, hey, you really got something here, mm-hmm. then what? That was when the, the farmer's market just came out of the blue. Um, we started doing the Thursday market there, and just my surgery job conflicted with that. Thursday was one of my busiest days. Mm-hmm. I couldn't make it to the island fast enough to set up. It was a little bit difficult. So, And you're actually, a surgical tech. No, I'm a surgical assist. Surgical assist. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so to be able to leave the hospital, hopefully on time, you know, it's, it was just a little too chaotic. And I'm very type A. My biggest pet peeve is running late. So if I'm running late, I'm having a panic attack, which is going to make me run late even more. Mm-hmm. I just can't handle it. But So we ended up getting into the downtown farmer's market. Um, they had contacted us. And what I loved is people were hearing about us and they were calling us. Wow. I wasn't having to chase down the leads. And that meant a lot to me because I'm very big about things happening naturally. Yes. I, if I have to force it down your throat, it's not supposed to happen mm-hmm. this way or this time or whatever it is. It's mm-hmm. just not working for a reason. Um, so they had contacted us for the Downtown Farmers Market and the Grow Local group. And we just slid right in. And, Hell yeah. you know, I, I asked, you know, is there going to be a conflict? Because I know you have soap vendors. And she said, no, you're doing it differently. Mm. And I was like, yes. That's cool. Somebody gets it. Because yeah. we're primarily an apothecary. Yeah. We infuse herbal applications into everything we do. Mm-hmm. So it's, and that's why I think it works. You know, it's, I'm not so big. I'm a very competitive person, but... Every one of us is doing it a little bit differently. Absolutely. So while my customers would come to our stand at the farmer's market and buy something from us, they'd go over and buy from my competitors. Yes. And that's great. Yes. And I don't have a problem with that. And I think people expect me to be very territorial about it. But I'm I'm real clear on where where I'll get fussy about something and where I won't. And that's not my thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, and I think it's cool, too, because like you said, somebody gave you a shot. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you've taken that and, and, uh, you know, you're doing collaborations, like helping out gold dust. I mm-hmm. got, I got their, um, mystic mama face yeah. mask that you made yeah. that I love so much. And then you're also promoting, you know, the coffee muggle and things yeah. like that. And so I just feel like there is an inclusion here, Absolutely. you know, as long as everybody's being supportive of everyone, you know, kind well, of doing their own thing. Yeah. We, it just you know, works. We joke that it's this underground gang. <laughs> you know, it's, it's all these people supporting each other yes. and making Corpus better. It like, is. It's, a, it's crazy. It's not, it was not like this five years ago. No. From somebody born and raised in Corpus mm-hmm. to see the evolution that's happened, like you said, I mean, it's been less than five years. Yeah. That the, the kind of things that have gone down. I have friends. Okay. So when you grow up, when you were born and raised in Corpus, and you probably know this a little bit because you've been here a while and you spent a lot of time here. People constantly say there's nothing to do and feel yes. as though they need to, to go elsewhere, right? San Antonio, yeah. Houston, Austin, whatever. I think that's every hometown. Yeah. Everybody I, I believe their hometown. that. I believe that. And so I had friends that inevitably moved to Austin mm-hmm. who are looking back now here. Mm-hmm. Corvus isn't looking so bad. Yeah. The local scene's <laughs> awesome. We you have tacos. Have to, we have amazing tacos. Uh, yeah, that, that should have been number one, right? <laughs> you don't have to wait over an hour to get a table anywhere, pretty yeah. much. Um, and the traffic's not so yeah. bad. Well, it's, yeah. it's the benefit of a, a small town feel with some some very Austin-esque kind of yes. components now. Yes, very and true. You've got huge things available, and it's changing fast. Like, it's it's incredible. Where we're going to be in two years is going to be just completely different than where we're at now, which yeah. is light years from where we were five years huge. ago. Huge. Yeah, we were... So, my friends who were from 
who are currently live in Austin went, uh, visited Bus for the first time, mm-hmm. and they were like, "I remember when I used to be scared to come <laughs> to this location because it was like this rundown Greyhound bus station." Yeah, yeah, I used to be terrified to come right here, and like now we're all chilling. It was for a loca for a locals event, Absolutely. so at local vendors are out doing their thing, food trucks, everybody's having a good yeah. time. They're like, "Where am I?" Yeah. and that was one of the most refreshing things ever. I've- and no lie, I, I brag about you and your business a lot now that I know about you because, <laughs> I mean, not only are you making these really awesome products that I can vouch for because I've used them, thank you Sarah and Dale for the, the past two months bliss boxes, <laughs> but there's something magical, and we've kind of touched on this, about making it all with your hands and just referring to yourself as an apothecary. There's just something about it and so I mean you you are just contributing to the local scene well, in it, such a way it's that timelessness it's the same as picking out an arrow for a logo it's we think everything has changed and everything's new and we're starting all over we're not there there are little things that change but those big cogs in the wheel are the same as they've been for eternity and it's it's the same things it's so funny because to see how plants have worked for hundreds of years you know people ask especially in the conventional medicine groups they're like you know why what is the deal why is all of this coming back you know and what they're asking is is this just total hocus pocus and snake oil or is there something to this and I said well science is catching up and they're like well what do you mean you know they immediately are like oh why did you say that I said they're figuring technology is catching up and is proving that grandma knew what she was talking about for sure because they're all about synthesizing things and you know uh like making stuff out of uh, out of synthesized products mm-hmm. which were plants in the first place right it's just yeah exa- exactly like you can trace the root back to it and i love Literally. it <laughs> i love that you have like a foot in both worlds yeah it gives a different perspective and it, yeah. it's funny because one of the first classes i took in austin um i had shown which class um it was it was with a different school um, okay when i first really started thinking you know i want to do something with this um, I had gone to a weekend intensive in Austin and, you know, I had shown up and I, I work in the circle that I'm familiar with. So I showed up in business casual mm-hmm. and I texted my hu- my ex-husband at that point And I said, um, I am under braceleted, under tattooed, over deodorized. And if they knew my legs were shaved, they'd kick me out. <laughs> and he said, don't open your mouth at all. Yeah, <laughs> but it, at the end of the class, you know, towards the end, the teacher's like railing against conventional medicine, and I'm sitting there like, "Ow, <laughs> yeah. okay." And so I was waiting on my ride to get there, and and she like obviously I stuck out, and she said, "Well, you know, what do you do?" I said, "I'm a surgical assistant." She's like, "Oh," I said, "Yeah," I said, "But you need people like me." I said, "You need somebody." who's got a foot on both planes. Mm-hmm. And, it, you know, the Ben Magazine has interviewed us a couple times, and it's been a great experience. I, I love the questions that they ask and everything. And um, they had said, you know, what does that bring to it? And I said, I, I'll tell you when to stick a plant on it, and I'll tell you when to cut that shit off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I said, please edit that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or not. <laughs> exactly. Keep it raw. People need to hear it like it is. But it's there's balance. Like, you can't be completely, it's the whole pendulum concept. You cannot be completely one side or completely the other side. There is balance. And if nature hasn't shown us that, I don't know what you missed out in there. There's always light and dark. There's always wow. male and female. There's always, always balance in everything. What an amazing tie-in, mm-hmm. yeah, to the natural world. 
I love that so much. It is. And it's it's prevention. You know, we, we need to be looking at what we're feeding our bodies. And, and food is medicine in a very real context. And understanding, you know, here's what we can prevent. Here's what we can take care of. But if it comes too late and if we weren't aware of this, because we can't just be born knowing everything. Mm-hmm. If there's a serious situation, then we need to go to this round. We need to say, okay, we missed the, the boat on the prevention part. We need to go straight for this. We need to go for the big guns, but because we we play in the in the lighter world and in the more natural parts, those big guns are going to work really well because right. you're not desensitized to it. Yes. You're not oh my goodness! Wow. Yes. <laughs> so what an amazing point. It's, no, you are so right about that. It yeah. Should be. It should be complementary medicine. I, I don't even like the term alternative medicine Whoa. because it's. It's not a gang. I tell people all the time, it is not a gang. You don't have to pick colors. You need to pick <laughs> No, wow. I'm not, I'm not lying. You totally just changed my perspective on it. Um, I mean, I come from a science background as well. And so I recognize, you know, that, um, you know, you develop resistance to the ability of, of these drugs, um, mass-produced drugs, to, to do their thing. Mm-hmm. So that's... Uh, but your body innately has the ability to heal itself. And yes. that's what the definition of naturopathic health is. Understanding and believing that the body can heal itself if you will just give it what it needs to do it. Right. And it's, if, gosh, surgery, uh, the extreme of uh, conventional medicine has shown me this system works so well when we don't mess with it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we have to mess with it. You absolutely have to fix certain things sometimes. And surgery is necessary in certain circumstances. But... I understood at a different level how that system was put together and was in awe of it. Like the fact that we can balance things like we can and we can deal with stressors and our body responds with this and it utilizes that and it, it's crazy. It's it's incredible. So what do people think? Because in your in your uh, surgical assist job, what do people that you work with think about what you're doing? In oh, ter- they, in terms of the complementary medicine. Yeah, they totally think I'm a witch. <laughs> That's all it comes down to. <laughs> do you love that? Because I kind of do. Um, I think it's funny because I'm the nerdy person that when, like, I've had a couple people ask flat out, so are you a witch? And I'm like, whoa, what is a witch? Mm-hmm. Um, historically speaking, they were the women who were kind of individual. They, they didn't run with the rest of the pack. Uh, they were typically your healers. They didn't yes. necessarily agree with what was spoon-fed to them from the local government, the local churches, whatever it is. And a lot of times they were the widows, so they weren't un- they weren't um, led and directed by a man. So yes. in a lot of those, <laughs> I fit the criteria. And Gates check, always check, like, check. LaDonna, you got to quit saying that. <laughs> I'm like, well, no, because uh, you're absolutely right. And I think the... the um, reality of, of what people refer to as, as witches is, is coming to light and people are realizing like oh these were women who were just kind of speaking their mind yeah. and not necessarily taking their word for it yeah. kind of thing I think that's great well and it's you know that's my definition you know that's I, I don't I don't know where I fit on a lot of things you know I, there are plenty of people that identify as witches and that's great like mm-hmm. it's, the, the really cool thing about this era and maybe it's this age. I don't know. I haven't been in my 30s before. So so maybe it's this age. <laughs> maybe it's this era. Are you sure? You seem like an old soul. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I'm telling you, I was the nerdiest five-year-old you've ever seen. Um, it's, you know, different things work for different people. All I know is what I'm doing. And for me, certain things drive and certain things don't. And I, I think that's where I fit for a wider range of people. 
um, I get a lot of really interesting questions from people who are scared to ask a question. Mm-hmm. And it's the relief on their faces when I'm like, no, it's, it's totally this. You know, I think it's this. And this is my opinion. And I, I'm very clear about saying this is just my opinion. I am one person. I'm a nerdy person. I've researched this. And, it, you know, it, I love genealogy. And so I'd come across some Absolutely. of my great-granddad's papers. And one of the things that he said was know why you believe what you believe. It's so much more important. It's important to believe something, but even more important is knowing why you believe it. Yes. So to be able to research into something, I can say with validity, I believe this, I believe this, I Mm. believe this. And if you know me well enough, there's like a tone in the face is like, challenge me. Yeah. (laughs) Because I can't wait to explain to you why. Come at me. And it's not a, it's not a confrontational thing. I'm inherently a a teacher kind of, of a personality. And even as far as like spiritual giftings go, teaching is, is a big one for me. And it's, as soon as I have something, I want to show it to somebody else. And I'm the same yeah. way. I, I don't like to, to uh, hoard that info. Yeah. I'm like, hey, people need to know I'm about this. I'm excited about it. Yeah. And the cat doesn't care. So I'm going to go, like, poor Gabe. <laughs> <laughs> he learns all kinds of random stuff because I'm like, oh, my gosh. Guess what your pH is doing right now? And he's like, all right. Speaking <laughs> of that, okay, so I, I want to go back a little bit because you said that you, you um, innately like to teach. Mm-hmm. So... You teach people how to use essential oils properly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tell me about that. You offer classes? Do you still do it? Yes. Okay. Um, we're actually in the process of converting our classes into online courses. Um, just Really? For, yeah. Because, and it's going to be through y'all? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, it'll be part of our website. Whoa. Because some people can't make it just because Wednesday night doesn't work for them. Yes. Or they were out of town. Whatever it is. Um, so we want to be more widely available. Um, I had started with that the... Is inc- so awesome. Wow. <laughs> We're pretty excited about it. If I, I just yeah. get it all figured out and get okay with being on camera, that's not my favorite part. Oh, no. You'll um, be great. So we had originally started out with the herbalism, the 101 and 102 class. Um, and then there was... And just, what, like, what does that break down? It covers how to, how to pick quality herbs what you're looking for, and how to utilize them. You can't just throw them in a pot and drink them. Like, it's, there's different ways to use them. Each one is going to pull out different components of the herb. And what's really impressing people when they're taking this class is learning that one plant can be used six different ways. Mm-hmm. You can use the flowers, you can use the leaves, the roots, and you can do decoctions, you can do tinctures, you can do hydrosols, all these different things. So one plant has insane possibilities and will apply to four different organ systems so it's like there's so much potential there and i'm over here sitting at my desk like why are we not using this yes oh my (laughs) gosh it's like that's where i get so excited about it um so then we started you know the trend was essential oils and in the beginning i was not a fan of essential oils Mm -hmm. it's like oh and why it looked like a fad it really did it's, I, I, oh, yes, I, want, even had I think it was for for some people, yes. you know, because they weren't using it to its full Still potential. Is to I'm, and I <laughs> yes, and I'm gonna be very honest. I'm I'm a little bit ignorant with essential oils, so you know, whatever you can tell me about it. Well, I was I was very against it. You know, I'm a I'm an herbalist at heart, so I always go straight for the actual herb, mm-hmm. um, rather but, than just going and purchasing an essential oil. Yeah. So you make essential oils. We don't make our own essential oils yet. That process is a little bit more complicated than what we're um, 
a component set up for yet, but okay. that is going to be the goal. Okay. Um, I would like to get to that point. <laughs> wow. But it, with us creating products, we needed to be very selective about who we used because there's tracking regulations and there's requirements when, when you have to be accountable for your product. Yes. So we had to be very selective about who we used. Um, but you know that it was that same class, that same intensive weekend. Um, she had said, you know, we got to the unit about essential oils, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> I'm like mentally checking out already. Mm-hmm. And she says, if you're an herbalist, you're an oilist. If you think an ounce is going to work, why would sixty pounds not work? And so understanding the science behind it and where the essential oils were coming from, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I, I get it. Like cognitively, I get it, but I'm like I said, I'm insanely stubborn. So I can know the facts on something and still be like, eh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, you know, I went through that class. I'm like, okay, well, technically, I guess they work, whatever. And um, <laughs> I'm, I'm blase. Yeah, I'm telling you, I'm I'm probably a delight to be married to. <laughs> I'm like, sure, maybe you're right, but whatever. Um, but I had gone to a friend's house and she was a rep for one of the big companies and I, you know, I had shown up for the obligatory, of course, I'm going to be here, eat snacks, listen to your spiel. Mm -hmm. We're good. Um, so I mean, my house smelled great. That was all I knew is my house smelled good at this point. Um, but my daughter had been complaining that her hip hurt and she was only eight at the time. I'm like, "Mm, your hip? Well, maybe you're growth spurt I don't know yeah I have all brothers I don't know if girls hips grow differently (laughs) same I'm only right and um we went from like she was just a little bit quieter like the mom sense was in was telling me something's off to projectile vomiting and I was like whoa I I touched her back and she threw up oh my god okay I was like is this where it hurts and she's like yeah I said that's your kidney you have a raging kidney infection. Holy and shit. We went from we're heading and to I have the like ER. this weird terror when it comes to kidney infections. Yeah. Like I don't know what it is. It just freaks well, me out. Well, because they're sneaky. Yeah. Because like start as a under UTI. The radar. Yeah, it'll start off as a UTI. You're like, oh no big deal. Yeah. I've had friends who suffered them a couple times. Anyway. Yeah. I ended up in the hospital over one one time. So Ugh. but you know, it's any kind of medical where we take the worst care of ourselves. So, <laughs> so I'm, I'm like trying to clean her up and my friend's like, look. I've got oregano oil. You should really try this. And I'm thinking at this point, if you told me to rub a chicken on her, I would. Interesting. So I put the oregano oil on her back. And in 30 minutes, we'd gone from, okay, pack her up. We're going to the ER to what's for dinner? Are we having cookies? Is there dessert? I'm like, okay. Huh. Oregano right. oil. Yeah. So seeing it in action, I was like, all right, I'm on board. But so great. Now we know essential oils work. And it's like... And it see, sends a bat signal out, and everybody descends, and it's all the reps. And they're like, <laughs> you need us? And I'm panicking. Oh my God, I believe it. Right? But what concerned me is when we, when we started doing our farmer's markets, we had people coming up that we, we wanted to start offering a quality product without the price tag attached. Um, yes. You know, the, the major marketing groups are great, but... For us to incorporate something and then have the retail markup so we can not eat cat food. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to sell something for $80. That cost me $2 to make. Yes. Um, so Thank we, you. We wanted to incorporate, we wanted to be able to use high quality oils, but not necessarily buy in with a group. It just didn't fit what we were doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love that you're so uh, 
that you're that selective. Yeah. I love it because I, I feel like a lot of people will be like, well, this doesn't really matter. We, we just need them. So yeah. get them however you need to get them. Yeah. I well, love there's, that. There's a lot of fraud in essential oils. There's, there's fraud in everything, but the natural health arena is not any different. I think in 2016 they did a study. They pulled 30 products from 15 different companies from a store shelf, just like Sprouts or National Grocers, and they, they – published their reports and there was substitutions there oh, so was they analyzed them. absolutely there was lead and there was Whoa. morphine in some of the traditional chinese medicines um like there's it's the whole reagan thing trust but verify yes <laughs> you know it's this yes. sounds like a good idea but let me did you just try. reference ronald reagan i did that's my, amazing oh my gosh my neurosurgeon is gonna be so proud because that is that amazing trust but verify that's his thing that is a um, uh, oh words to live by truly absolutely. yeah got trust issues written all over it. I love it. <laughs> so yeah, we, we, so we, we had the option of going with these two major marketing companies or kind of forging our own system. Um, but there's, it bothered me that it was individualized. That's great. And that's bad. Um, I have one friend that is a great, great rep. She works for one of the companies. She is very highly educated, but there's no regulation. There's there's nothing that says, hey, you need to complete this many hours of education, this many continuing education. To be credits. a rep. Anybody in their mom can order a box, pick it up, open it up, and you're professional. Like, wow. freaks me out. Yes. And I, I joke around and I, I call it the Pinterest professionals. And I'm, I'm not negating and I'm not bashing anybody. I mean, I get some pretty neat ideas from Pinterest, but it's that trust but verify. Yes. If it looks like an awesome recipe, great. Print it out, double check it. Yes. Find a good reference. Make sure that's something healthy. It's, you know, I've had close friends call because they accidentally poisoned their dog and they're trying to clean the dog's ears out. Oh, and, shit. Oh, my gosh. You know, I saw this on Pinterest and I'm like, oh, come on. Yeah. Well, yeah, you, you can't just trust blindly, especially yeah. now where, I mean, you know, some people think Wikipedia is a reliable source. Right. Yeah. You WebMD. Yeah, you just Bane can't. Of my existence. <laughs> oh, yeah. I have a tumor. No, you don't. You have indigestion. Yes. Oh, my gosh. And and people, it's like they, they uh, need the info so bad, yeah. whether they're, they have the pain well, or whatever. Well, it's accessible. Yes. So it's, we have, it, you know, I told somebody last week, I said it used to be a quantity issue. Porpoise didn't have anything. Mm-hmm. Now it's a quality issue. And I think I was talking about life coaches at that point. Somebody had asked about one, and we actually have a holistic life coach in-house. Wow. Um, and I'm like, look, here's you have 50 life coaches available. You need to start checking, okay, where'd they go to school? You know, what kind of certifications they have? I'm really big about education. Mm-hmm. Just because, you, you know, so much of this field is self-taught, and that is wonderful. That's where it comes from. It is folk medicine yes. at its heart. But you've got to make sure that... They're getting good information. Yeah, because now they, it's tried right. and true. I mean, there are people like you who are really like fine tuning it and pinpointing yeah. uh, what works, why it works, and you're mm-hmm. able to back it up. Absolutely. So yes, I mean, I'm all about the evolution of what started off as kind of folksy, mm-hmm. um, you know, trial and error thing. To yeah. like, we know this works, yeah, and this is how. It I works. mean, I'm I'm not ever gonna be the person like you. You got to be verified. Embedded and, and all these things like it's. I always go back to that. Uh, oh, brother, where art thou? She's like, but you're not bona fide. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's always playing in the back of my head. Um, you know, you, there's got to be. You got to have something that you can look at and say, okay, I trust this. You know, in my herbalism classes, I tell them, know your herbalist. I don't care if you go to me or not. I'm. I might not be your your bag. I'm not yeah. your type. We just don't jive. That's fine. Find someone that you can trust and that you know they're hitting these criteria. They know what they're talking about because 
herbalism is great because it works. It is dangerous because it works. <laughs> like yeah. you cannot have one and not have the Absolutely. other. And I think that extreme on the, the what they call the hippie side <laughs> that extreme you know you get extremes in both oh realms, absolutely anywhere but yes both are dangerous like you you have got to my biggest thing is i check interactions you know when i'm suggesting an herb to somebody are you on blood pressure medication are you on this do you have kidney that's disease? huge that is, that is so huge i mean even even amongst uh you know over the OTC medicines, mm-hmm. um, you, you shouldn't be mixing certain things. Absolutely. Uh, wow, yes. That is such critical information mm-hmm. for you to know. Yeah. And every time, I, if I suggest something, I tell them, let your doctor know that this is what you're going to try mm-hmm. for blood pressure or whatever else. We have got to work together. And yes. It's, I, I really feel like that starts with us on the naturopathic side. Because if we don't start showing, hey, reaching a hand across that aisle and saying, help me help you you know what can I do what can I advise to help on this side and what will help you and not damage what you're trying to do too um, I find that they are more than willing to help um, you know we've and I think because I approach it that way a lot of our conventional medicine doctors are more than willing to say hey it's a great idea I yeah like that you know, yes there's, there's a couple that it's funny because some of these people I work with in surgery and then I see their their patients as my clients at the store and it's it's funny to see that. Of course, you can't ever. Yeah, I'm very particular about privacy. So. Oh yeah, that's I, what, I actually what go, you do. Yes. <laughs> well, it's you know in conventional medicine you're taught HIPAA. Everything is private. You don't ever say a word. Um, naturopathic medicine is not as strict, but I would rather overprotect than underprotect because so much of that is based on trust. You're trusting that I know what I'm talking about, and you're trusting that I'm not going to talk about your constipation issues in the mm-hmm. church next week. So like there's there's a respect there, but there's trust. Yes. Yeah, I mean, okay, so I I knew that you were very well-rounded in what you do, but I had, with this conversation, I had no idea how much more, like, there is to your being well-rounded. I mean, you are literally, I don't know how to describe it. I mean, it's like, you're a professional, but you're also a natural it just kind of all, it just melds into this perfect, like, you you would be a, when someone would, would describe a healer in, like, a book or a movie or something. Like, they would literally be, you would be that person. Is about how I think about yeah. it. Yeah. Well, and it's, you know, I credit probably a big part of what um, solidified the idea of what I wanted to be in some formative years. I read um, the Outlander series mm-hmm. by Diana Gabaldon. Yes, and loved. Actually, I ironically I failed chemistry one year, and chemistry is all I do because I would prop up my chemistry book and read Outlander behind it, and my <laughs> teacher was not impressed. I'm like, but you don't understand the plot twist. Isn't that funny? It's not, and I literally and well done with using irony correctly. A lot of people don't do that. Well, and she, I, I remember looking at thinking, when am I ever going to use a mole? Whatever I use chemistry and algebra every single day, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, I'm sorry. I'm yeah, so sorry. Oh, but especially it, the algebra thing. Right. Yes. Exactly. And she, but that character was conventional medicine in present, and the the healer, the folk medicine in the past, and it's to balance those two. It's you got the best of both worlds. That's funny. That for me to say that you would be if they wanted to describe, uh, you know, this kind of person. Um, this archetype, 
in a story that it would be you and that you were so into the Outlander series. That is fantastic. I, I don't love the TV series. And if anybody is listening to this looking for a book recommendation, do not watch the TV show yet. It's, you know, it's... I'm hardcore with, yeah. yes, book interpretations always better. There's just so much more. And it's like I, I look at the, the TV show like the, like the, the person with the weird dog. And I'm like, oh, that's cute. Not the same. Yeah. Like, it's, uh, that's, that's adorable, but it's not the real thing. No, I'm right there with you. Yeah. I mean, just something about, because when you're reading it, you're internalizing it in a way. Yeah. You're, you're making it personal. Yeah. And, then when, and, and sometimes people's interpretations you know, they, they mirror yours, but it's rare. I'm with you there. <laughs> I'm just so. glad you knew what book it was. <laughs> but, yeah. But also, okay, so another thing I didn't realize, and this, and like I said, I'm, I'm ignorant when it comes to essential oils, is that people can come to you and say, hey, I'm experiencing whatever. Mm-hmm. Like you, I mean, the example you gave was constipation, but whatever, like you said, like a gall that bladder reference, mm-hmm. or uh, I think I might be suffering from a kidney infection, and yeah. you're able to kind of guide them, not kind of, you're able to guide them to something that can help. Absolutely. We can make suggestions. And it's it's funny because there is so much legal red tape to things. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's I'm always very twitchy about things, and my friends will send me screenshots of stuff, and they're like, I just feel like you, you're going to have an opinion on this. I'm like, well, besides the fact that they could <laughs> go to jail for what they just said. And it was funny because Susan uh, with the coffee muggle, she sent me that one time. And I was like, yeah, he, he could do jail time for mm-hmm. what he posted. And she's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, you cannot say you're practicing medicine because at that point you are into the territory of practicing medicine without a license. Oh, yeah. So we're very careful about what we say. Yes. Um, I don't ever give, I'm not a nutritionist. I am not That's a, a huge thing. That's a huge thing. Absolutely. It's and it's D- really, making that distinction. Oh, yeah. you're you're shooting yourself in the foot if you don't. I know what I'm good at and I know what I'm not good at. Obviously, nutrition is one. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm like I'm Please. too busy. I I can give you great advice I don't always follow myself. But it's you know, you have to know your limitations, you know, and we can make suggestions for, you know, typically calendula uh, historically is used for bowel issues for this and for that. Um, you know, Gabriel, his gallbladder, he's, he's so funny. He is the other extreme. I'm the stick of plan on it part. And he's like, just cut it out. Just cut it out. I'm like, you need I just your don't want to deal with it ever again. Yes. I'm like, look, just because your appendix surgery went so well for you. We, we joke cause that's how we met actually. Um, and we're oh. going to have to go into that. Cause, wow. Cause I was good. Um, <laughs> I'm like, don't worry, I still have my job because I'm not dumb. Yeah. Um, but I tell a long time, like, you can't just cut it out. It's like, you don't get an upgrade if you have another surgery, by the way. But his gallbladder, he just has a sluggish gallbladder. Mm-hmm. And what a lot of people are going to the doctor for and wanting their gallbladder removed, you can stimulate with digestive bitters. So I got him to start taking bitters that are mostly dandelion. There's a, there's a lot of um, different herbs that are going to be helpful for that. And it just stimulates the gallbladder to release the bile more efficiently. Yeah. And he didn't have a problem. And it was so funny because he was like, I ate pasta today and I didn't hurt. I'm like, you're welcome. Yeah. Well, no, and and I think it's cool. And like I said, I mean, you you can make suggestions Mm -hmm. kind of thing. But it to me, would be beneficial to explore this path first. It's you know, prior expensive. to take, yes, and I mean, <laughs> less invasive for the most part. I mean, especially when it comes to removing a gallbladder, like, right. holy shit. Um, you don't grow that back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so we haven't talked about it as much, but mm-hmm. so you decided to pursue being a surgical assist mm-hmm. 
I mean, was that just something that you, like, graduated high school and you knew you wanted to go to school no. for? No. Oh, my gosh. I'm not that easy on anything. Um, <laughs> no. I, I was, like, the three-monther. Like, you could have me at a job for three months and I was going to come up with a reason to quit. And, like, it was justified mm-hmm. because I'm tricky like that and I'll come up with a reason. So I had, like, a million jobs for three months at a time. You know, I had my son really early, so I stayed home with him for a year because I'm a good parent. Well, because I was trying to be a good parent but also didn't want to work. Um, and my, <laughs> I'll be honest, I'm, I was, Truer words were never spoken. <laughs> that's, that's probably been said in many arguments. Oh me. my goodness, that's funny. Yeah, so my, my mom was married, <laughs> and my new stepdad, his brother, was a nurse in the OR, and he said, LaDonna, your personality is made for surgery. Yes, said, you need I to, can definitely see that. I, I joke, like, people will ask when I when I go and talk to our patients. They ask if I'm the nurse. I'm like, oh, you don't want me for your nurse. Mm-hmm. I'm way too sarcastic to be your nurse. Nurses are nice and sweet, and then there's me. <laughs> but, it's, you know, I went and looked at it at the Del Mar website, and I signed up immediately. And um, I got into the program. I did my surgical tech program, loved it. But for me, I'm, I'm always looking for what the next step is. Um, I think I'm going to be done with school once I finish my, my doctor of naturopathy, hopefully this October. I don't know. Every time I say I'm done, like within two weeks, I'm signing up for something else. Yeah. I, I, I tell people that I collect knowledge. Like that's a big thing for me. And I know that sounds like the epitome of nerdy. But I no, love, you're just an eternal student. It sounds like I, I love knowledge. Like I have so many more books than I really need. It's just that's who I am. Um, so, but you're literally loving, and this is something huge that I think a lot of people miss. You're literally loving every step of the process to where, where you're gonna. You know. I, know, I think I love it when I complete it, and then I look back and I'm like, oh. That, that was cool. But while I'm in it, I'm like, I, I joked the other day, I'm going to put cat food in my pocket when I'm on call because in the middle of the night and I'm like, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm just going to look in my pocket and smell that and be like, I'm not eating cat food. So See, let's keep going. <laughs> you say that. You say you think you love when you're done, yeah. but you keep striving to know more, yeah. which is why I'm convinced that you are thoroughly yeah. enjoying every step of it. I, I think you're right. Um, I'm so so. I finished my surgical tech program. I ended up doing my surgical assisting program, and I, I love being a surgical assist. I love. I don't think I've ever met a surgical assist. You're it's a, the first. It's a weird designation. Like yeah. a lot of people don't know what a surgical tech is. A lot more people don't know what a surgical assist. Yeah, and is. see, in my mind, prior to this conversation, they were the same, mm-hmm. but they're not. No. Yeah. Um, it's. It, it was funny because, um, like, one of my family members was like, oh, well, you hand the instruments to the doctor. I'm like, no, they nope, hand that's them to what me. I thought. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Well, in, in conventional medicine, you used to, for all major surgery, you used to have two surgeons. Well, the insurance changed. Don't even get me started on insurance. Mm. <laughs> and they wouldn't pay the second surgeon any longer. Um, so they took surgical techs and train them to be the second set of hands for that surgeon mm-hmm. so you you literally do part of the surgery with the surgeon i tell people you know if it's a hysterectomy he does one side i do the other side but i work with a neurosurgeon so i get to do brain and spine and it's it's critical and i think what people don't understand is the intricacy of those personal relations those professional relationships oh yeah those groups you have to be like mind readers you do that's, I mean, y'all are like vibing together. Yep. That's the surgical tech has to be psychic, and yes. him and I have to share a brain because yes. 
He needs to know where I'm going. He he learns how I move and what my patterns are. And we just we since as silly as it sounds, we operate like four hands. No, that doesn't sound silly at all. I mean, that to me is two people tuned in to I I refer to it as source, and you're performing Mm -hmm. this. Mm -hmm. I mean, okay, surgery itself is a. of trying task, mm-hmm. but you're performing on someone's nervous system. Mm-hmm. This is another level. Yeah. Wow. It's incredible. Like there are certain points in the surgery. I'm like, I cannot believe this is my job. This is so cool. But it's, you know, when you, I, I really got lucky. I work with what I think is the best neurosurgeon we have in town. Um, we have a lot of incredible talent in our doctors, our nurses, our techs, everything here but I've worked with the same group of people for about five years now and we just we know each other we know how each other operates I have I pick on them and then I point out I pick on you because I like you Mm -hmm. and every once in a while we'll get in a room where I'm not a huge fan of somebody and I'm quiet and they're like you're weird (laughs) I'm like I'm not saying anything mean now call my mom and tell her I didn't say anything mean so it's but it's you get used to those people and you you get better at your job as a unit you know those people individually are amazing at their jobs but we are incredible as a unit and to be part of that is i love you i love hearing you say that like so unapologetically like no you you guys are just kicking ass like y'all are and it's you know what drives me crazy is everybody thinks it's just one person oh well this person's wonderful or that person's wonderful every single one of us is stranded without each other we are really great at what we're doing, but we need all those pieces of that clock. And you just steer up a creek if you don't have those, and you don't have them working together. So, you know, it's it's funny because people will ask me when I when I go and see our patients before our surgery, they'll ask me, okay, is he good? And I've told people, I, I, I joke around with a lot of our patients, and I say, look, the hospital doesn't pay me, so I don't have to say nice things. And if you know me, I don't say nice things. Like, if I say it, you can take it to the bank. Mm-hmm. And I say, he's my emergency contact in my phone. If that doesn't make you Whoa. feel secure, I don't know. They call him before they call my husband. Wow. <laughs> so it's, you got, you got some awesome talent in every area in Corpus. I love well. hearing that. And I love that you're so straight up. And, um... I can't imagine anyone feeling any more comfortable than hearing well, it straight from your mouth. They deserve to, to get that kind of credit. You know, it's you're supposed to be humble and all these things, and that's important and that's good, but they've gotten there because they've worked their asses off. So I have every bit, I, it's a need to acknowledge that kind of talent. Like, that's incredible that people strive like that and work that hard. I've got huge respect for that. That's... Uh... Yeah, and that's that's a, another quality that um, just is, is always present in the women that I have on here is that they very rarely, no, or never say, yeah, you know, you know, it was me and I did this and this and this and this. They're constantly giving credit to those who've influenced them along the way or just who they admire or uh, motivated by and everything, and, and you're no exception. I just well, think it's amazing. You know, we don't put ourselves on a pedestal. If, if there's somebody being held up and somebody getting attention, it's because there's 10 other people holding her up. And it's to, to not recognize that and acknowledge it, you're about to lose your pedestal. So it's, it's not even a... You know, there's humility and understanding what got you here, mm-hmm. and it's it's funny because we get a lot of people that are like, "How do you do it?" and and I how like, do you do it? <laughs> I appreciate it, but I'm like, I immediately want to say, "Oh, it's it's 
probably not as streamlined as you think it is. Mm-hmm. You, you probably just see a little piece of it and it looks like we got our act together, but there's a lot more chaos to it than, than we realize. But, you know, every once in a while, Gabe will be in the shop with me. I'm like, he's a big part of that. Mm-hmm. You know, that guy has stepped into a situation that a lot of men couldn't have, much less would want to, mm-hmm. and just gone full force. I mean, he was in, I think, our very first date. He said, I'm in. And just the way he said it, I was like, this, it was like there was lightning and I was like, all right, I don't know what all that means, but this is, this is a huge thing. And he's been every bit of that. Yeah. And see, I, you seem like the kind of woman that's not going to just, uh, entertain anyone. I mean, you said that like straight up from, from day one. So I have no doubt that he is capable of keeping up with you and and being able to support someone as strong as you when you need it. Yeah. He's, and it's. You know, it takes a strong partner to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. And it's it's that working off of each other, I'm able to do what I'm trying to do and accomplishing 80% of it because I have somebody standing next to me and holding my hands up half the of time. Of course. So it's, it's huge. Yeah, I mean, and it's just one of those things, similar to how you work with your team when mm-hmm. surgery is being performed. The way you two work together, it sounds to me like y'all just vibe off each other. Absolutely. You just know. You just know. Yeah. Like it, it's a. It's hard to explain because I mean I'm sure most people have experienced it at some point. And thankfully, you're experiencing it in both of your businesses, kind mm-hmm. of thing. And uh, that is. Well, and it's 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 360 for us, and it's it's been funny because like from the second I saw him. Like, we have been inseparable from that moment, and it was just... I love and for us, stories like this. Yeah, for us, like, neither one of us are that kind of person. Like, we're both like, all right, you stay over there. Yeah. <laughs> and, and very distant in relation... No, yeah, okay, for me, distant, but um, just disengaged. I don't connect with people very easily, so to just... It was that zing moment, mm-hmm. and that, wow, okay, something just changed. And like I said, I mean, I, you know, only really gotten to meet you and know you tonight, but based on, you know, what I'm getting from you, that is no easy feat to experience Mm -hmm. that. And, uh, that's how you know it's special. Like I just, that kind of thing resonates with me so much. Well, then you're, then it shakes everything up. So you have that ta-da moment and that click and the lightning and then everything else starts having it falls in line or it falls away Mm -hmm. and it's it is intimidating and it's scary and it's new and it's all these things and then you're building a business too and I'm like what are we doing I still feel like you you just have this um like it just you're a natural I just feel like this kind of thing just comes naturally but you've known instinctively what it is you're supposed to be doing anyway which is why you're you're uh involved in both sides of the medicine game. Well, I, I, th- I think that's a God thing. Yeah. I mean, for, you know, not everybody loves that, but it is. And I'm, as much as I get to speak out on certain things, I, I give credit to the people holding me up. I give the credit for the person who put it in place in the, in the first place. Yes. You know, it's that, it's that sense of discernment. And, you know, as much as my spiritual development in that wrapped so much around teaching and, and wisdom and learning and, and discernment and picking up on, on the things that aren't said, I use that more in my careers than anything else. You know, it's it's just that, you know, we'll be in a consultation and I'm like, what about, what about this? Do you have a problem with this? And they're like, well, how did you know that? Really? It's, it's 
And you're intuitive. Very. Oh, I'm, I'm like your double moon cancer, so I'm empathic and intuitive. So. I'm glad you brought that up. We're going to be segueing into that. <laughs> but it's it, that's, a, that's a God-given gift. Mm-hmm. And, and it is a gift. It is. A lot of people hate being empathic, you know, but when you're oh, able to... Oh, you out. Yeah. And if you, if you don't know how to protect yourself in that... Exactly. You don't know which way's up and which way's down. Mm-hmm. But it's... So to be able to see that from all these little quirks as a kid have all come into play even the way I'm wired and what made me feel weird for so much of my life, it makes sense now. And it helps, it helps me, but it helps other people too, to be able to say, hugely. I think this is more, this might be tied to this over here. Have you looked at this? And you know, it's, we, we joke because Sloan um, is our holistic life coach that, that works with our company. Um, she, we joke that she's the hugger. Like we literally did a consult one time and I had pulled her in because I felt like there was a lot of emotional aspects to it. And she just was incredible the whole time. Um, she owns get real conscious and, and works side by side with us on a lot of things. Awesome. Um, she, the, the patient, the uh, client at the end of the session was like, I'm so excited. I could just hug you. And I, I get that that is a normal reaction, but I'm not a hugger. Mm-hmm. And I said, see, I instinctively knew that when I met you. <laughs> I said, well, maybe next time. And Sloan looks at me, and I was like, that's my answer. I'm not taking it back. (laughs) (laughs) So the the client left, and she said, maybe next time. That was your answer? I said, Sloan, you're here to hug people, okay? You just hug people. You just direct them. I'll wave from behind you, and we'll keep going. That is funny. It has been really cool to see the people that have been placed in the right position at the yes. right time. She is a fantastic partner that balances what we offer. It's I'm the mad scientist all the time, but she's she's the person that will make you feel good about it too. Yeah. So. No, I mean, just uh, me looking at it from a consumer's point of view, the fact that you are so knowledgeable in what it is you're offering make, makes me feel good. Well, and then you I'm have your offering. holistic coach. Yeah, yeah. Huh? I think as important Excellent. as knowing what I'm not good at, I'm probably not the person for coaching and for counseling. You know, I'm, I'm very empathic, so I, I feel what they're feeling and I, I can sympathize with it. But somebody to walk with you hand in hand through it, you need something a little more in depth. And that's, you know, as much as the miseducation on essential oils that was out there, there's as much in you know, more of the emotional and the psychological end. And it's, you know, finding the right people to connect your your clients and your customers with. That's critical. Yes. I mean, that's, for me, for me to recommend somebody to someone, that means I'm standing behind what they're going to say even when I'm not there. And that's yes. a huge responsibility. And like I said, to get your vote of confidence to me is saying a lot. Mm-hmm. Whoever it is. Uh because I won't be mean, but I just won't say anything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so that's why I'm, I'm, I mean, to me, and I'm sure that the people that you're collaborating with know that. Yeah. Okay. So you, back to the, your reference to being, what'd you say? A double moon? Cancer. Yeah, that. <laughs> so you actually offer lunar boxes. Is that what you call them? Uh, they're the Archer Moon subscription box. Subscription box. Yeah. yeah. So tell me about this, because you're also posting stuff about, you know, put some rituals to do with. Uh, you know, full moon or uh, new moon and stuff like that. Yeah. So, so tell me about that We're and how it in, is incorporated into your business. Um, it was incorporated because there was nobody to stop me. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's super cool, and I don't know as much as I'd like to know. 
I think that's all of us. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, for me, I, especially in, in conventional medicine, if you were anywhere near a labor unit, you know that women are tied to the moon. There is, at, I schedule my call days around lunar cycles because I'm not getting stuck there all night on a full moon. Yeah. So it's, you know, we knew that there were connections to that, but I, I think we're starting to see spirituality and, uh, gosh, I can't even think of a right word. Uh, different types of spirituality lining up. And I think there's a misconception that you can be one, but you can't be the other. You yes. can believe in Jesus, but you can't believe in cycles in nature. Mm-hmm. He's the one that created the cycles in nature. Mm-hmm. I'm always like, what do you mean? We don't do this. Yeah. Um, I'm, I have a very, I have a good basis of scripture and of uh, spiritual background. I, that's one of my passions to study. I love studying scripture. Um, so I, I that's can, so cool. It's I, I have extremes. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure. But still, but I'm to, not sure very many people know that about you. They don't, and it's yeah. really funny. It always kind of cracks me up. Um, I had a surgical tech one time say, "Wow, I'm really surprised to hear that you're spiritual at all." I'm like, "Thanks, okay." Like, yeah. I'm very um, for for a dude that preached love over and over and over and over. I'm very anti clickish things. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't care if you show up to church in jeans. Um, oh, yeah. I, you know, we're not we're not striving for this idea of perfection. That system was orchestrated so that it was okay for you not to be perfect. Don't be an asshole. Yes. <laughs> but I'm try you. to be good, but you're not out of the club just because you got it wrong today, mm-hmm. because you yelled at your kid, mm-hmm. or because you cut somebody off in traffic. That's not how this works. But to see that echoed in nature, that has been such a... I, it's it's like God's version of medicine, for, for lack of less weird-sounding term, I guess. But no, I love that you tied it back to that, honestly. Absolutely. I mean, he gave us everything that we need to, to be healthy and to be happy and to be all these things. We've just gotten away from it. We, we get in our own way all the time. We trip oh, ourselves constantly. Yes, we do. McDonald's trips me. <laughs> <laughs> Those egg McMuffins, though. I love them. I don't even want to know what's in it. <laughs> but um, it's... So to, to tie those things back, and you know, one of the, the scriptures that I really studied was the whole the concept of the wise men and who the magi were, and it's I was like these were guys that studied these things that knew what they were talking about. Yeah, I mean they followed they the star. Were, they were following the constellation of Cassiopeia, and it's we're seeing these things link up, and I'm like something. That is such a cool reference. I love that you just brought that up. Loved that, and that never like jived for me. I'm like, but. If this is bad, then why is this here? And why is this this? And that's that. So for me, it's it's putting the puzzle together. It's always putting all these little pieces together. Um, there are th- some things I think are not good for you. I think it's pretty clear. Um, I think there's some things you need to stay away from. And we have to recognize how frail and delicate humans are as much as we have to recognize how strong we are. Mm-hmm. It's balance all over again. So it's incorporating those things, but it's, you know, when, when we started carrying like crystals in the shop, people would ask me, okay, so do you, do you really think the crystals work? And in the beginning when I didn't have any knowledge, I said, look, so much of health and wellness is mind state and psychological. And if you think it works, then it's going to have an effect on your body. You're telling your brain it's going to work. Does it work? I don't know yet. I'm still researching. I'm still reading. Yeah. Um, we had a whole incident where I'm pretty sure it's got some kind of effect. <laughs> oh, but really? Yeah. Oh, my God. Can you share? Um, if you can't, um, 
share it off the record because I definitely yeah yeah I'll have to share that part off the record but it was funny because like when the situation happened Gabe was like okay we'll take that out of your pocket because we can't have any more of that today but uh do you have something for my gallbladder and he literally carried a rock around for his gallbladder and that was the day he came home he's like I eat pizza and pasta yeah and I'm fine (laughs) I was like awesome no so it's but it's for my answer on those things now now that I get to the short version if God is energy, if we have identified this universal being, this whatever you want to call him, that's you, I'm going to do me, you do you, call mm. it whatever you want. If that entity is energy, everything I touch in my shop has my fingerprint on some of it literally. <laughs> but <laughs> like all of it? You can tell what I've done because it has part of me in it. If he is energy and he has created all these things in nature that ironically have an energy signature... There's something to that. There's an effect of that. So the plants have effect. The plants have energetics. The crystals have energy. All these different things tie in. But for us, it was I wanted to give people an outlet for setting those goals and setting those intentions and taking control of what you're trying to accomplish. Not just, oh, I hate my job. I wish my job was better. Well, okay. Well, focus some intention on getting the new job. All right. So what do you need to do? Start Let's map out a plan and this week we're going to work on this we're going to look through the classifieds we're going to look at the website for the college you know all these things like taking control of it not just sitting there and hoping good things happen to you like you that being wants you to be happy wants you to be fruitful so let's get out of our own way and start making those things happen so that has been a really interesting thing to initiate and then we started getting questions about astrology Mm -hmm. and I know that's kind of a, a hot topic for a lot of people um and again, I, I think so many things come down to personal preference. If it feels right for you, if it jives exactly. for you, do it. If it doesn't, don't do it. Exactly. I it's as care. simple as that. If it's corn tortillas versus flour tortillas, corn tortillas offend me. I'm not comfortable with that. <laughs> I'm going to stick with flour. Yeah, then do it. Exactly. But it's, you know, we started doing, we did the the one, I, I thought I would never say that we had a YouTube channel, but we did a YouTube channel with the class on the sun sign. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and everybody's like, oh, well, I like for me, I always felt like I was a bad cancer. Like, mm-hmm. I do not project like a cancer at all. And people don't realize that the whole time we're having this conversation and you think I'm being bossy and everything a cancer's not, I'm picking up on every feeling you're having. Yes. And oh, my gosh. How true is that? Yeah. And then to, to start breaking it down into what your decanates are and, and that. the different divisions. And then the fact that you brought up the, the moon signs and the rising signs and yeah. stuff like that, that, all of that contributes to you overall as a person. It does. <clears throat> it's, it's the framework for this puzzle that you're putting together. And it doesn't take away free will. Like, that's that's my thing. Here are the, the pieces in your puzzle. Here's the big pictures. You build the house. You build the barn over here. You build the river with the fish over here. And then you start connecting those puzzle pieces. Well, these are just your big pieces and what you decide to do with it and how you're going to behave and how you're going to act and the relationships you develop all these little things you have the choice on. Yes, so very it's not true. a oh sorry, that's just how cancers are. Yeah, it's it's never it should never be, nothing should ever be used as a scapegoat. Yes, like, oh, oh and so many people do of yeah, course. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. but it's it was really interesting because we get some people that are like oh well, you know normally I can pick it out and be like all right I think you're this, and they're like yeah but I I've never really felt like that was right and I'm like well what's your moon and they're like I no idea and so we map it out real quick and they're like okay that makes so much sense but you map people's 
birth charts? Yes. Seriously? I I don't know how to read all of it yet, but I can get you your your big three that you need to know. Okay. And it's but that's wow. How cool is that? But that's one of the modalities used in naturopathic health. It's one of the options. Um, we've got modalities for examining somebody's eye and different colors and different areas and different structures are going to indicate that maybe you've got a bowel issue or things Mm. like that. Like there's a lot of different things, um, and there's different approaches to it all. Um, I'm all for confirmation of, of something. Um, I'm not real big about diagnosing anything. Of course. Of course, diagnosing period, but, um, getting, an idea of, oh, I think you have stomach ulcer just because I looked in your eye. Um, that's not really my thing. That's not how I'll operate at the point that I do finish my degree. But, uh, you know, it's you use things like that. So it's it's really funny to see when you, like for me, I'm, I'm a double moon cancer. So I'm empathic to a crazy level because that moon is that intuition. And, yeah. and because I'm on that cusp of Gemini, I have the reason from Gemini. And I tell people, I'm like, just let me... Let me feel my feelings, mm-hmm. and I'll talk myself out of my spiral, and I'll be okay. And people, I mean, Gabe, I'm like, just let me feel this. <laughs> let me cry, because I'm going to cry. Mm-hmm. But I'll talk myself into some reason, and we'll be okay. But it's, you know, in my life, like, if you are not able to be your sun sign in whatever situation, for whatever reason, if you are not in a situation that's comfortable and is okay and safe for you to be that super emotional empath, you're going to revert to your, to your moon sign. So my moon sign is Sagittarius. Interesting. So I'm sarcastic and I'm witty and I'm annoying on a couple things, I'm sure. But you, you go to that moon sign. But the way that you view the world and the way the world views you is your rising sign. And I come across very Scorpio. I'm very passionate about everything. Mm-hmm. Everything is, it's all this way or it's not at all. Yeah. And it's, um, people are always really surprised to hear that I'm a Cancer. And I'm like, yeah. A, a super and cancer. born on the cusp, exactly, and to have that double moon. I'm, I'm the cancerous of the cancer. Yeah, <laughs> so it's, it gets crazy. But, <laughs> but it's funny because people that don't believe in that kind of stuff, like that's fine. But mm. I always like to throw little bits out. I'm like, well, that's because you probably have Libra for your moon, and they'll check and they're like, oh my gosh, how'd you know that? I'm like, because you have to be in a relationship all the time. That's a lot. that's crazy <laughs> that you can pick up on that though. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, I'm also on the cusp of Sagittarius and Capricorn, and that is an interesting dynamic yeah. and explains a lot. And I learned about that within the past couple of years. Yeah. And um, But like I said, it makes perfect sense. I mean, Well, to me, it, it puts handles on, on situations. You know, if I'm feeling this way and I don't know why, I'm just overwhelmed by the feeling. If I can put handles on it and say, okay, well... You know, we've got a retrograde going on with Mercury or whatever else. Like, it makes sense. Like, and if, if I can just see a little bit of sense, I can see the light at the end of the tunnel and I'll make it through. But I, I like to I like to know what's going on and how to handle things and have a plan in place. And, you know, that's just kind of how I work. And, and but a I lot think of people do. It's so interesting to talk to someone who is so thoroughly knowledgeable in surgeries that have to happen on a human being's nervous system and is also so thoroughly knowledgeable on all things being an herbalist and also in producing these items with your hands but also in how the planets work like whoa i just uh all of it is coordinated yes (laughs) it is but it's also all being incorporated into what you're giving to the world and i just think it's uh i've I don't think I've ever encountered anyone who has so fully realized 
all aspects, and you're still you're still going. I mean, oh, yeah. There's aspects I don't even know about that I'm oh, sure you're, you're already know. looking into. Uh, <laughs> I I know about half of what I am. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's just. But it's, I, I think everybody has that option. And I think the turning point, because I was thinking about it on the way over here while I was trying not to have a panic attack. Um, <laughs> it's when you stop worrying about, when you're not looking for approval on something and you're just doing what you feel like you're supposed to be doing, you're so busy, you forget to be looking over your shoulder constantly. Did they see that? Did they, did, how many likes did I get? Oh, did God. somebody follow me? I, oh God. You get to yes. the point that you're too busy or maybe you weren't concerned with it in the first place. I'm I'm not a, I'm not ever a person that's looking for a fan club. Like that's just, that's just not my thing. There's, I would much rather have that individual, Hey, this person really digs what you're doing and they get it. Like that means so much more to me than a hundred people just liking a page. For sure. Um, when you stop letting that distract you, you can focus on what's in front of you and mm-hmm. where you're supposed to be going and trusting that you're, you're going to do what you're supposed to do. You know, try to make good choices, of course. Yeah. Well, and I feel like that's so important to say for other people who want to start a business like you did. Or, you know, most people will be like, well, I have this, you know, really important job that I'm doing being a surgical assist. So I I may not have time to do this. Or maybe I shouldn't pursue it. Or maybe I shouldn't, you know, devote as much time to it. And you are literally making, like, you're doing it. Like, you are a real-life example of someone... Of exhaustion. <laughs> well, I can't tell because you're here with me at night talking to me. Like, thank you I so much. Yeah, I mean, I'm just, wow. And I'd like to say, guys, LaDonna actually, well, I found her and I followed her because I was a fan. But she, and I didn't have the guts to ask her to be on my podcast yet. I knew I wanted her. That sounds weird. I knew I wanted to interview her. Hey, I'm charming. But I just hadn't, didn't know, I, I didn't know how to approach it yet. And uh, she actually brought it up to me. And this interview was supposed to happen. And I was looking forward to it so much. And I just want to thank you so much for taking your time out of your incredibly busy schedule to talk to me. No, I owe you more thanks on that than anything. Like I said, you know, people noticing what you're doing and recognizing the quality and the value to it. Like that's... That's what we. That's what we work late nights for. That's what we we do two jobs for. That's why we fill orders on our way to pick up kids. Like that's get people that get it. And it's not that you don't need the admiration or all those those hollow things. It's when people really get it. Mm-hmm. That's the connection. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. No, I live for that, and that's a, a the, one of the selfish yeah. reasons why I'm doing this because I like to. It sure does look selfish from the side. Well, there, there's room, there's room, right, for for small talk. Yeah. Um. There's always a place for it. Well, there's there's room for connection. Yeah. And that's that's what we're missing, and we're trying to get back to, and that's what you're facilitating. Yeah. Because people who are listening to this probably have no clue what all what the background behind it is, and and like we said on the on the way upstairs, it's those stories that you connect to to know the person making the pot yeah. that you're gonna drink your coffee out of. Yes. That, that's making this hanging that's gonna hold your plant or making your coffee or whatever it is. Like we've we have this huge just this amazingly rich community, but even more so are these hidden gems of the people behind it. Oh my it's gosh, just, yes. I mean it's huge. just like a treasure trove. You mm-hmm. guys are so Man, like y'all make me want to expand and really, really look at what I'm doing. You're doing what you're supposed to be doing. That's, that's for sure. That means a lot coming from you because but, I, I know that to be true yeah. also. So it's cool to hear you yeah. confirm. Well, and but, it's, you know, it's, 
I love the people that get excited about coming in and shopping from us, but they are doing something. You know, they're like, oh, I love what you're doing. They're doing something. If they didn't actually shop local, if they didn't actually support small, I would be doing this out of this room still. Mm-hmm. So it's there's power brought into that by every single person that comes in and buys a lip balm or whatever it oh is. Oh my God. Like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm just like, I'm turning everybody on. It, <laughs> that's another thing in and of itself. Um, just the products. And I and I haven't even tapped into them. I just lucked out and got some, like I said, in the Bliss Box. And so I can't... <laughs> yeah, well, well, we're sending... I, I'm going to be hitting y'all up very soon. Let me just say that. Well, we're sending you home with our newest drug, so... <laughs> We've got a, a bath bomb that just came out in a new fragrance that is, is incredible, so... Yeah, and so that, real quick, do a plug on... You're going to be having a bath bomb bar. Yes. yes. Tell me about that. So... There's benefits and detriments to making everything yourself and doing everything local. You are a slave to the humidity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is just how it works. Um, so I had run into a batch that I was having a really hard time getting the, the typical round bath bomb shape for. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to lose this batch because I don't like losing money ever. <laughs> and I ran it through our presses that we have for the cubes. And I was like, hey, this isn't a bad idea. And I called Gabe and I was like, hey, I got an idea. Why don't we cover our, our bath bomb wall got wiped out for Christmas. Like we sold. 32, I saw that. Yeah. We sold 32 bath bombs in one day. It wow. was insane. Um, and so our wall got wiped out and I'm trying to refill it as quick as possible and do inventory for the year end. And I said, why don't we do the cubes? Cause I can knock those out so fast and so many, and we'll do a set where they get to make their own set. And we have the macaron boxes that you can fit three into. So you can, what I loved about it is you can use them as a bath bomb or a shower steamer. So if you don't have a bathtub, it's fine. What's a shower um, steamer? Shower steamer is the same composition as a bath bomb. And you're going to put it a little bit outside of the stream of water. And so the water still going to hit it. It's going to release oh, all the benefits. Gotcha, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. And we even have essential oil versions of that. Like you can add your essential oil to the naked bath bomb or the shower steamer and you get all the aromatherapy benefits of it. So if if there's one that just looks like fun, you can guarantee there's one sitting behind it that's all about the function and the holistic end. Um, so there will be a bar where they can make their own sets. You get shower wow. street steamer usage or bath bomb usage and you get three out of a set as opposed to a bath bomb that's good for one bath. When is this, when is this happening? It should be Saturday. Um, wow. We'll be releasing all of that on Saturday. We also have a pop-up with Luminosity. Um, we I love the crystal portion, but I'm very aware of what I'm good at and what I'm just eh. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm eh at crystals. I think they're cool, but I'm not educated to the level that Jonda Watson is. So we have shifted all of our crystal sales over to her. Um, every wow. second Saturday, she'll do a pop-up, and she brings boatloads. Um, I've got crystals all over my yeah, desk I was from her last yeah, they're so trip. nice. Oh my gosh, they're amazing. So um, she'll be doing a pop-up on Saturday, so you can come check out all of her stuff. Where at? Um, at, at the her, shop? Yep, Okay. the shop. She called today and asked if I had another table, so that is very promising to yes. me. I'm like, yes, I have as many tables as you want. So all this is going down on this Saturday? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Okay. And she'll be uh, showing kind of a demo of a crystal grid class. Um, that is really just an ex- a crystal version uh, on the moon intention boxes. Um, and really kind of explaining what that is. She's got a class coming up this month for that, and we're expecting that to fill up fast. Wow. Okay. Thank you so much for sharing that info. Um, And again, I want to thank you so much for taking your time with me. Uh, 
I could literally talk to you forever. <laughs> and um, I just can't wait to see what you guys do. And everybody, check her out. Check out her uh, Instagram's amazing. She always has awesome stories. So much info. And definitely go see them in their new shop. It's pretty new. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we've been there since October. We're right next to Blue Frog Mercantile. It was kind of tricky in the beginning. Like, we don't have a, a back door that accesses the parking lot. So you have to park in the back parking lot okay. behind Blue Frog and Hester's. And walk around to the front. We're one of only two shops that open up on the front of the street. So. Awesome. But the construction is improving and we have a sidewalk. Yeah, it is. Yeah, <laughs> that, that area is always, always tricky. Yeah, yeah I remember that. Well, yeah, you'll be seeing me very soon. So, yeah. thanks again. <laughs>